I just want to start this podcast episode by saying that Miss Taylor Swift chose violence when she chose to drop red her version and the short film of All Too Well because I'm I'm really unwell. Like there's nothing well about Oh my god, there's nothing well about the movie and I'm Oh my god, I can't even, like, I just want to say that I'm so sorry to every Taylor Swift fan because I've wasted years of my life not listening to Taylor, only listening to the mainstream songs, but, like, there are so many songs that are underrated on her albums, it's crazy. So I'm really sorry. Hi guys and welcome to a new episode of and then some podcast maze here and there are a lot of things that i want to discuss on this podcast i literally wrote down everything that i wanted to say and posted it on my close friend story and now and deleted afterwards and now i totally forgot what the hell i wanted to speak on this episode but I literally tried to record a podcast episode in the middle of the street on Thursday and it was the craziest thing ever. I I don't know what had gotten into me. I was so caught up in the moment and it was good. It was a good experience. Like it was nice and like people passed by and cars passed by and they were thought like I was having a phone call or something but I was really recording a podcast, but the audio was a little bit like it wasn't the best, so I decided to record again, and yeah, I'm gonna talk about a lot of stuff on this episode today, which of the one, which one, oh my god, one of them has to be um, Taylor's Red, like, Oh my god, this album is pretty insane, the craziest thing that I've ever heard in a while because I I I like there are a couple of songs that I like which are like I knew you were trouble I knew you were trouble um we are never getting back together everything has changed and stuff like that but like there were songs that I really missed out on like I almost do and I I still have like a couple of songs on my playlist it's pretty insane all too well i never heard of that song until the taylor's version dropped and it's oh my god i'm still not over it i was listening to it with my friend with my dearest friend and she's literally we were like having a breakdown it's the prettiest get saddest thing ever okay that's something and i just want to thank taylor swift for dropping that beautiful masterpiece because i needed it and like it made me go through a heartbreak even though i'm not heartbroken i'm fully healed i'm not in like in love with anyone i'm not in love with anyone i don't like anyone i'm just like like she made me feel like i have a crush on someone and i don't even want to look at that person anymore because of the album but Oh my god, I'm I'm at loss of words and I'm pretty sure every Taylor Swift fan is at loss of words because 
she's majestic she's a lyrical legend she's amazing she's i could go on and i'm i just like feel like so stupid for not like listening to all her music before i listened to her latest drops folklore and evermore and I, oh my god i'm so in love so i have nothing bad to say i don't i don't like I have I don't have the guts to say anything bad about the album because it's flawless. It's blissful, it's amazing. And I'm I'm lis- I've been listening to it on replay and I've been watching the movie more than a couple of times which is I just want to say that Dylan and Sadie were literally the cutest. They they embodied the roles. Like they ate that shit up and let me tell you I literally loved them together. It's crazy and I was so uncomfortable because the story behind the movie and the song in general is like so uncomfortable but like watching them watching these two like Taylor knew what to do when she chose Sadie and Dylan as like to portray her and Jake. So that's pretty crazy. She's she she knew what she did. Oh, I love it. I I really love it. So you should drop everything in your hands listen to red taylor's version and just feel the non-existent heartbreak or just like just feel it i don't know what i'm saying right now i'm just rambling but i'm at loss of words another thing so recently like a week ago i got a job and it's literally the first job i ever had i ever have sorry in my life I've never had a job. I always wanted to have a job and I got a job. But let me tell you, to work in the service industry or the fast food service industry, it's literally the most stressful thing anyone could do maybe it's because my first job ever but like everyone starts at working at like mcdonald's or something so i'm not saying that it's bad it's actually really good but pretty hectic at the same time so for a moment i felt like i'm like i'm not myself anymore i don't even know who i am anymore i barely recognize anything i just go to work go to my French classes, come back home and sleep. I'm always on my phone. I wake up like at 5 a.m. every single day and sleep at 8. And I don't even like, I don't even sit with my family anymore. And I don't even like know what's going on in their days. And I don't even see their faces anymore, which is like pretty sad because like, I'm not saying that... (laughs) I'm not saying that I, I don't know, but like, it's crazy because I went from spending hours and hours sitting with my family and getting used to it and living in a small apartment and going like doing nothing in my day, feeling the most unproductive. And now that I have a job and now that I'm barely at home and I miss my family, I feel like that drastic change just like, it was like given to me on a silver platter, but I don't know how to how to use like I don't know what to do and it's pretty crazy because 
I was so nervous about the job. Like the first day, I was so nervous. I but like, I'm grateful that I have a lot of cute and amazing and like nice coworkers who just like laugh and vibe and like be like, it's okay. Like take your time. You're just learning. It's all new, and like be as slow as you can. It's all right. Don't don't care about making a mistake, but. I'm a perfectionist and I don't know how to take like I don't know how to be slow in something if like I'm working in a fast food industry so I have to be fast right and people here are like I just need to grab a bite and go I don't have time everything is like measured on time and for a moment I felt like I'm racing with time instead of moving in sync with it if that makes sense and like now I don't feel my shoulders anymore my neck is hurting me my knees and my ankles and my foot are on fire like I'm literally I feel like I'm burning and today's my day off so that's why I'm recording this podcast. And um, no, but like I really have the nicest co-workers. And I was like really terrified because I have social anxiety. And like I try to come up with a chat, like ask ask them if everything is okay. How can I help and all that stuff. And they're like so nice. And I like that because... I was so nervous about having like um not I'm I I don't like to say rude but like people who are just like mean a little bit and like people who are mean to me in a way makes me feel like I'm the I'm like I feel like I have so many flaws when people are like mean to me if that makes sense and I hate that I think about that but like that's my mind and it's wicked as hell So I I had a friend um, who told me about her dating app experiences and she was like, I felt so unsafe, it is not my thing, like, I don't know how people could actually find love on apps like these, like... The thing about dating apps, I don't really like them. I don't like I'm a paranoid person. Like I don't I don't see myself doing that. And like if I were to ever download, which I will never do that, um I don't think that I would last on a dating app. I I I don't even like the idea of it, like to find love virtually. I don't know. I'm an I'm an old-fashioned woman who like wants that love story where two people meet at a bookstore or a coffee shop or in the bus or like stuff like that. Like I'm a lover of coincidence and happy coincidences if that makes sense. But like to force love into my life or to anyone's life I don't know. I feel like it's kind of, I, um, I don't know. I hate, I hate dating apps and I don't recommend anyone to download them. 
But if you want to like just to have fun and experience something new, then go for it. Because personally, I don't like it. And I don't want to like speak about it a lot because it makes no sense and it's like meaningless and it means nothing to me. Yeah. So I don't like it, but like do whatever you want, do whatever the hell you want. If you want to meet people and you're socially awkward, then I think such apps can help you because not all, as like my friend told me, that not all people actually download dating apps just to date. They can actually meet friends. Some of them met their best friends on the apps, but like... Mm -mm, not my thing i love the idea of internet friends but like not on dating apps okay like on instagram i feel yeah like on instagram on tiktok on like even like wattpad but like on dating apps no thanks Speaking of which, once again, I have an update on my book and writing life because, oh my god, I've been in a roller coaster, okay? So I've sent my friends um, my 20 pages of my fourth novel, okay? And it's literally, I don't know, I send it to my friends, I, just, I send it to my creative writing instructor and she liked it okay but she said that it's kind of confusing in a way i think because it's because of the imagery or the metaphors or whatever but i have to say something i have to confess that when i wrote the the opening pages of the book i didn't know what I was doing okay my mind was not literally in the best like it was in a dark place I didn't know what I was writing I just like spitting words words on paper and that's what got me to overuse metaphors or imagery but like I didn't know that I was overusing them okay I I would uh, I was just like describing what the hell I was feeling, okay, and I was feeling a lot of stuff, okay, I was trapped in a room full of monsters, full of ghosts, full of um, backstabbing witches, I don't know, I was in a room full of different creatures who hate me, who don't trust me, and I don't trust them either, and I call them my characters, and now they are buried in a way on paper in in a thousand notebooks that I have in a bag in my closet and now that I'm copying everything okay the book is good as a reader I'm in love with the book 
but like as a writer I'm still skeptical and I don't know how like to um think of it as an editor but like I'm not an editor so and a lot of my colleagues in the creative writing workshop that I'm attending loved it they loved like the imagery and stuff but they were like so confused and I was like I know it's confusing I know the first 20 pages are confusing you will not know anything you will not know what's going on and I was like when I first wrote it I was like um if I confuse the shit out of the reader they might want to know more because I don't know. I just like had that I- that idea because I'm a lover of plot twists and cliffhangers and all that shit. But I have to rewrite and I hate rewriting. I hate like going over a piece that I wrote and write it again because I'm not that type of person. I- if I wrote like a piece and I just like felt like it's okay or it's good, I'm never touching it again. But now I'm going through, through I don't know I'm I think like I'm now on the fortieth fortieth page of the book. The thing things are like escalating to like in the first twenty pages nothing makes sense. But like as you you reach the forty the fortieth page, you can know a lot of stuff. And the one thing that I I realized that when I write dialogue, my characters do not listen to each other. Like, everyone just, like, drops a bomb and leave without saying anything. And I don't even know if that's, like, how people talk in real life. Because all my conversations with people, like, I have I have three people who I have deep conversations with and they're like the best conversations of my life but like my other conversations with other people are like so dry and so like boring and they have don't have any sparks or anything but like (laughs) I'm so getting overly excited in this podcast because I have so much to say but like the process of the rewriting or the editing is going okay and I just hit 5,000 reads on my Rave Cameron fan fiction which is which reminds me of my Wattpad days back in 2014 which is one of my most iconic um one of the iconic moments of my writing of my writing career I guess I'm gonna have a career in writing I'm gonna write full-time and that year 2014 where I wrote my first fan fiction that's where I knew that I'm gonna be a writer it's I owe that I owe that like I owe that moment and I owe that passion to my fir- to my 14 year old self because if she hadn't like loved or fell in love with One Direction and that wrote I'm that fan fiction I don't know where I would be right now than they read okay? Does that make any sense? And like, I hate to say that I regret buying a couple of books just because I thought that the summary or the price was like interesting. 
I'm now so intrigued. Like, I want to buy all the the books. Oh my god, did I say box? I want to buy, like, all the books on TikTok. But, like, my bank account is crying. So, I'm not sure, but I'm going to buy, like, the Colleen Hoover books. I really want to buy those. And the books that I bought and I like I wrote I read um the first 20 pages or the first 50 pages of them I I couldn't continue. I I couldn't just like move on and continue because I felt I'm forcing myself to read and it's not like what I love about reading. I read because reading is interesting. Reading is is feeding my brain, is for entertainment, is for like nourishing myself. But I don't just like the idea of reading because it's like, yeah, anyone can read. No, not not anyone can like read a book and enjoy it just for the sake of it, you know. So I've left three books that I don't really like. I don't want to read them and I regret buying them, but that's okay. They, they can make like a nice decoration in my living room, if that makes sense. And um, I'm, uh, I want to practice my French, but I'm, I'm really like shy about doing that. I'm, I don't know if I really read, I don't think I'm ready to go and practice French in front of people i what if like i make it a mess and like i mix things up i don't oh my my brain wouldn't like like that if that makes sense okay and um what else what else um i'm watching bridgerton right now i don't know if that's how we spell it or say it or pronounce it but I think it's nice. I watched the first episode and it's nice. Um I'm I'm trying like to listen to French music just like but like I realized that listening to French podcasts would help me like would help the language dive into my brain and all that and Oh, and the other day, I was like crying on the bus because I felt like I'm too overwhelmed by the idea of being worthy of love, if that makes sense. And it was like so aesthetic and I hate, I don't hate, I I romanticize such moments I can't like I romanticize everything in my life so I don't know I was like I was eating salt and vinegar chips on the way home and I was crying on the bus and um, I was like am I really worthy of having someone wake up every single day knowing that they can talk to me knowing that they can um 
knowing that I will listen to them ramble about shit. I, I like if I'm interested in someone, I would do anything in my power just to make them feel like they they matter or they deserve the world. And that most of the time hurt me more than it benefited me and I lost more than I won. But you know, there are people who actually deserve that and I hope I hope like I get to show the person that to show the person who is worthy of the who's worthy of what I'm ready to give like okay I don't know if the sentence is correct but I okay I hope that I'm okay I hope that the person that I am ready to give him my attention is worth it okay I'm just like making things clear to myself because my brain is telling me to shut the hell up. But like to love yourself first is what matters most, is what like will ignite the sentiment of the sparks, will ignite the sparks and you will be able to love this person or like or give them attention as much as you love yourself but like don't overdo it and just like taking things slow and going with the flow and just like not rushing into things is good and I've learned that making the first move is not actually bad at all like making the first move is something I like to do I I don't see anything wrong with making the first move or showing people that I care because it's nice it's nice like not letting people know that you're here and like no matter what you're always going to listen to them and I like that so I don't really mind um hitting people up but like if anyone wants to hit me up my DMs are open <laughs> And, I felt um, like I've said a lot of meaningless stuff on this episode, but I'm so happy that I recorded this and got a lot of thoughts off my mind, if that makes sense. And I'm happy with where I am. I'm happy that I have a day off today because I got to like wind down, um, sleep a little bit late, um just chill and record this episode and I have to write and I have to study for my French classes tomorrow and I have to get my stuff together for work and it's nice to have such a busy life but the thing about busy having a busy life is not to forget that you need to rest okay so drop whatever you're doing and rest like take a breath take a deep breath um watch your favorite series listen to your favorite music um sleep i don't know and enjoy your sunday and i hope you guys enjoyed this episode i hope you enjoyed listening to me ramble as usual and i think i'm gonna see you next next sunday i'm not sure but i try my best to record and yeah Hope you have a wonderful time.